ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast, and welcome to episode two of the Rant series. So, today, or, well, it's a second podcast today, in this particular podcast, we are going to be roasting with logic, not just being a little kid using, you know, stupid acronyms or whatever to describe somebody they don't agree with, but a YouTuber by the name of The Amazing Lucas. Now, I used to really respect this YouTuber until I found out how big of a PS fanboy he was, because literally this guy is all about PlayStation, and if you own an Xbox, he hates you or thinks you're stupid or whatever, and for me, that is somebody that owns a Xbox, PlayStation, and I've owned a PS2 in the past, played on the PS1, played on my dad's PS3 extensively before I had my own console, owning a 360, owning a Sega Genesis, NES, the Wii, sadly. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not a big fan of the Wii. Uh, the one console I cannot say that I've owned is a Nintendo Switch, but I've owned majority of the consoles at this point to have a good understanding of what they have to offer, and basically his, I, I don't know if this is re- most recent video about Xbox, but I think it is, um, he goes on to talk about Xbox Game Pass and how it's gonna be inferior to this rumor or uh, tease of a PlayStation Game Pass. And basically, he's like, oh, uh, well, you know, you Xbox out there think that, you know, you have such a great Game Pass. You didn't think that so- uh, Sony wasn't gonna come up with their own? What did I tell you? Of course they did. And, wh- and when it comes out on Sony's, it's gonna be better because we got the games. I don't think this guy can understand or comprehend the logic that Xbox Game Pass is not all about exclusives. You see, you pay anywhere from a dollar a month to $15 for like three months, and if we're talking about Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, where you get 100 first-party Xbox games that they update weekly, especially monthly, and all these games that are first party come on launch day. So, for instance, $15 a month, you could, let's say, in a hypothetical situation, if the next uh, Doom game were to come out alongside the next Fallout and Elder Scrolls 6 all in one week, you're going to have a whole week of three different games to play. Big games from Bethesda right off the bat for $15 and not even need to spend full price for the game. One thing he also does not realize is he was also trying to make the statement that, oh, these games are going to come to PlayStation. Well, first of all, Sony has to make an agreement with Microsoft to get those on their console. And furthermore, they cannot put it on their own subscription service, which means you're going to have to buy those Bethesda games or any first-person Microsoft game, for that matter, on PlayStation, if Microsoft allows it, because they own ZeniMax and all their studios and properties, you're going to have to buy the game at full price. At 70 whopping fucking dollars for a single game, where if you are on Xbox Game Pass, you're going to be able to play all the Bethesda games, ZeniMax games, for $15 a fucking month, right at launch. And not even need to buy the whole thing. As long as you invest 15 bucks, it's either a month or every three months, that you can play over 100 titles, new ones coming on launch day to Xbox Game Pass. And Lucas, our boy over here, who, by the way, acts like a kid in the video. If you don't believe me, you can go watch it yourself. Um, 
you can just look it up on YouTube. Um, he literally is reading an article that says Sony teases a PlayStation version of their own Game Pass to compete with Xbox Game Pass, which it, obviously they're going to. They're competing with Xbox in the console war, so of course they got to try to make their own version or else Microsoft would curb stomp them with it. But one thing Lucas tends to forget is Game Pass is not just on the Xbox console. It's on PC and mobile. So far right now, it's only for Android, but it is coming to iOS as well. And that is via xCloud. So xCloud, you can play Game Pass games like Doom Eternal and stuff on your phone on the go. And Xbox on their own website, I believe, has like three different options you can use. You either have a regular Xbox wireless controller mount that you can put your phone on, or you can buy this $70 uh, Bluetooth controller that you can charge up, that can also charge your phone, and that you can play video games on with that. It's essentially the same design, it's just it comes with a controller. Or you can get the Kishi uh, controller, uh, which essentially you open it up kind of like a Nintendo, or it kind of looks like the Nintendo joysticks, except it opens up and you can put your phone in the middle, clip it in, and then just play it kind of like a Switch. Um, and they have that, but that's like at a, at $100, I think. So yeah, ultimately, Xbox has quite a few things going for them on the Game Pass route itself. Personally, Xbox Series X is the better console to get in terms of specs and future investment. If you are an investor, you want to make sure that your investment into whatever you are, you know, buying a share of is going to be worth it. So if you buy a share into Disney, you're hoping Disney Plus is coming out with some fire-ass exclusives and some fire-ass content on their platform because if they don't, you're losing money. So, with Xbox, they made a $7.5 billion investment into Bethesda for the future. We know Starfield is going to be a Xbox exclusive. I read an article saying it was going to be. We also know that they are agreeing, or, or they are going to be, um, oh, what the fuck's the word that I'm looking for? They're going to be, um, acknowledging and going through with the agreement Sony made to get Deathloop. And another game, oh, I forgot the fucking name of it, but essentially that is supposed to be first on PlayStation. Um, they are they are going to um, honor those contracts, but after that, Microsoft at that point can do whatever they want with any other title. So the next Fallout game, if they wanted to, they could make it a Xbox exclusive. Same thing with, um, same thing with uh, uh, Skyrim. Or Skyrim. Elder Scrolls. Every time I think of Elder Scrolls, Skyrim comes to mind because it's the best one of the franchise, in my opinion. But, yeah. So, there's just a lot of things that they can do. But Microsoft isn't trying to just go the exclusive route. They want other people to get their hands on the game. Just not PlayStation players. Because PlayStation and Sony... You know, Sony is is a hard company to budge. I mean, you know, Lucas is also talking about, oh, we have exclusives. What do you got? The Last of Woke Us 2? Like, no thank you. Spider-Man? Okay, that's decent. God of War? That's decent. Ghost of Tsushima? Okay, you got three decent games. What's gonna happen when you play through those games, okay? A few a few times. You're gonna get bored as fuck, and you're not gonna play those games. You might put them on the shelf, come back a few months later, but you ain't gonna be playing that shit all the time. Xbox has always been better with online multiplayer games. Sure, PlayStation has some, but first of all, the servers are not that great, and Sony also has to borrow servers from Xbox themselves, and it's just... It's funny to me that this guy 
who is apparently so knowledgeable about his own console, can't understand that the PlayStation 5 is not the best console this generation. There's too many things wrong with the PlayStation. First of all, yes, they have the most launch titles. Let's look at the future, though. Who's going to buy another Last of Us game after The Last of Us 2? Half of the community that's left will. The diehard fans that don't see anything wrong with The Last Woke Us 2. No, like, like I, I don't get it. The only thing on PlayStation that I bought PS4 for was Spider-Man, Predator Hunting Grounds. And I'm getting some more PlayStation games for Christmas, but that's because I bought my PS4 legitimately like three months ago, before Marvel's Avengers came out. So yeah, I'm investing into PlayStation for the PS4, but not the 5. The PS5 doesn't even have expandable storage. The console's way fucking bigger and doesn't perform as well as the Xbox does. Right now, Xbox, unfortunately, does not have any good games or enhanced good games to really push its limits, except for Assassin's Creed. Call of Duty can't really say it because Cold War's a big fucking buggy mess. But I'm just trying to let you guys know that, you know, if, if you are a fan of the Amazing Lucas, which I used to be, I, I mainly for politics, but this fanboy bullshit nonsense, it, it's ridiculous. He, he's literally acting like a child because Xbox actually has something on PlayStation. They have a Game Pass. And even if Sony makes their own Game Pass, it's going to take them two years to get to where Xbox is. Even if they copy Xbox's Game Pass word for word, price and all, Xbox has more shit down the pipeline than PlayStation, longevity-wise. Halo is a longevity game. Even to this day, play any of the Master Chief Collection games. You can find plenty of multiplayer matches. It also depends on which one you're playing, because, I mean, you know, one's received more than the others. Uh, you know, better received. But ultimately, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, Sony has, yes, exclusives, but they're mainly story exclusives. How much story games are you going to play consistently all the time? Tell me. Not many. And like, like, I don't understand where Lucas gets at. Like, is he sitting there thinking that I'm going to play Spider-Man PS4 every day, all day long? No, I'll play Call of Duty on my Xbox. I will play Doom Eternal on my Xbox. I will play Fallout 4 on my Xbox. And by the way, you can get mods on Xbox for any Bethesda game. Let me just throw that out. That's something even Xbox has on PlayStation right now. If you go on to Skyrim or you go on to Fallout 4 right now on your Xbox, you'll see a little mods tab right there on the main menu. Free downloadable content made by the community with patches, texture updates, uh, outfits that you can craft or find in the world, quest lines, weapons. I mean, you fucking name it. PlayStation? Nah, don't have it. Don't have it. Because Sony is becoming not, or the PlayStation is not only becoming the most wokest console out there, which is not good for anybody, uh, but on top of that, they're restricting a lot. You know how Call of Duty gives those PlayStation players their early access game mode? Like, yeah, that new zombies mode that they have Onslaught? It's shit. It's not something I would play, and I don't really care that Sony has it. They can have it. They can have it all they fucking want. Same thing when it came to survival for Modern Warfare. I, except, albeit, I did enjoy that. I don't think it was anything that I would have loved day one. Considering the fact of how buggy spec ops, you know, op, special operations was, no doubt in my mind that that would have been buggy as hell too. And they didn't even do much with it. They literally launched it with what it had at base and did nothing with it. And I bet you Onslaught will be exactly the same. Because if only one console is getting it out of everybody, who cares? 
I'm sorry, Sony, but the only the only thing you guys have is Spider-Man and God of War. And if those franchises die like The Last of Us do, because, you, you know, you go full woke mode, man, you guys are going to have no games, because your games are going to amount to shit. You could have, like I said, that'd be just a quantity over quality situation, you know? Oh, we have all these games. Yeah, but are they good? <laughs> That's the question. Like, if all your games end up like The Last of Us... It's not going to be good for Sony. You're not going to be selling a lot of units after that. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing. Lucas is like, oh, well, you guys have Bethesda. Well, those games are coming to us too. Yeah, but you have to buy them full price. I mean, if you're okay with laying down $70 every game, that's fine. I'll be just paying $15 playing that and all the other Bethesda games legitimately for free. I mean, I get it's a $15, like, price tag, but... $15 for a month or three months? Can't remember, because I haven't subscribed to Game Pass yet. I'm waiting till I get my Series X and subscribe to Game Pass. Even though I'd get to still the same benefits, I just I want to wait, you know, because I have the Xbox money. I just, I'm waiting. um, Because I want to experience everything on the next-gen hardware and load times and all. Um, But ultimately, buying into Game Pass, which Game Pass Ultimate includes Xbox Live, it includes your Xbox Live Gold perks, your Ultimate perks, and not to mention EA Play is added with Game Pass Ultimate since the launch of the Xbox Series X and S. So not only are you getting Xbox and all their first-party titles for that entire month updated weekly, but on top of that for 15 bucks or 30 bucks. I think Ultimate's a little bit more expensive, but like I said, I haven't invested into it yet. Um, it's still really cheap when you look at what you're getting. You get, for 15 30 bucks for three months, uh, a month, depending on if you get Ultimate or just regular Game Pass. Game Pass is regular, comes with, you know, your standard, you know, 100 games from Xbox, updated weekly. But then again, if you get the Ultimate, you get Xbox Live, all those perks. And on top of that, EA Play, and you get to play EA games for like 30 bucks or 15 bucks. That's fucking insane. That's that's 15 to 30 dollars for a month or three months. Like I said, I can't remember the pricing. I'm pretty sure it's like 15 for three months. Even for Game Pass Ultimate, I think it's 15 for three months. It's either that or 30 for three months. But think about that. Even if it is 30 for three months, think about all the games you have at your disposal. All your Xbox first party titles. You have EA titles for 30 bucks. Not one game for $70. No, no. Hundreds of games. That's that's crazy. Compared to Sony, yeah, the we'll get the Bethesda games, but you got to pay 70 fucking dollars because Sony's going to have to make an agreement with Microsoft to get a part of the pie. But they're going to have to pay Microsoft to get the licensing to put it on their console. So as a PlayStation user, you might be getting the games, but you're paying more than Xbox users are, or PC users, or mobile users. It doesn't matter if you spend money on the phone, the PC, or the Xbox. It's still in the ecosystem. PlayStation doesn't have an ecosystem. That's another thing the Amazing Lucas doesn't understand. Xbox has an ecosystem. The PlayStation has the console. The console. Without a PlayStation, you can't do anything with the games. Xbox, however, you can play them on your phone. You can play them on your PC or on the actual console. You get a lot of different options. 
And if Lucas is like, well, I'll secretly buy Game Pass on, like, the PC or the phone, but it's, I'm not purchasing anything from Xbox, you're giving Xbox money. I'm just letting you know, Microsoft is getting your money regardless of where you're buying those games on. Whichever platform, that money goes straight into Microsoft in the Xbox ecosystem, and you contributed. Thank you very much. You see, Lucas is in denial. He says us Xbox... Uh, Xbox people? We And remember, I'm not an Xbox. I own a PlayStation 4. I own an Xbox. I've owned many consoles throughout the fucking years. I know plenty of pros and cons to consoles. And let me tell you, Lucas is in such denial. He wants the PlayStation to win so fucking bad that he's literally going to trash the best offer you could get as a gamer. Hundreds of games... A month for like 15 bucks. Game Pass Ultimate 30, okay, for three months. Wow. And EA uh, Play, so you get EA games, no extra charge. You just pay the one fee, and that's it. Plenty of games to download and play. PlayStation Now was PlayStation's version of the Game Pass, and it fucking failed spectacularly, because it sucks, because Sony doesn't know how to do that shit. Xbox, ever since Phil Spencer has taken over, they've done a lot of great things. And I'm sorry for the amazing Lucas, but if he ever comes across this podcast, even though I'm small, I really hope you can sit there and either try to make a video of, oh, this Xbox here is stupid and listen, why? Go ahead. Because, first of all, PS5 don't care about exclusives, okay? I own a PS4. I'll just play my PlayStation games on that if I really want to. I play my X... Like, I have my PlayStation right now. I'm staring at it. And my Xbox side by side. I play my Xbox a hell of a lot more than my PlayStation. I don't even think I've turned on my PlayStation within the past week. If not half a week. I have turned on my Xbox since yesterday. I use my Xbox about daily. Even when I play the PlayStation, I use the Xbox daily. The Xbox is utterly fucking beautiful in what they have to offer. For their services. Microsoft has a lot going for them. With Xbox. Sony with PlayStation doesn't. If they destroy Spider-Man. And God of War with social SJW politics. You'll definitely see the PlayStation not be bought up anymore. Because they already censor people. They already fucking uh, record chats. And on top of that. Their exclusives are not that great anymore. They have two... Main franchises carrying their back. I guess you could say that, oh yeah, well, Xbox has Halo and Gears, but now they have Fallout and Elder Scrolls and Doom. So, they got they got more than Sony does, really. Nobody caring about The Last of Us anymore. Nobody's caring about that shit because of what fucking Neil Druckmann did, that dumbass motherfucker. And I feel bad for people that actually enjoyed that uh, those games because, you know, the first game was fire. But after that, though, nope, downhill slope. <laughs> but yeah, so I wanted to do a little rant and kind of, you know, just shed some light on how stupid fanboys look. I'm not an Xbox fanboy. I, I see there's more benefits with Xbox than there is PlayStation. Like, sure, PlayStation has a lot of great games, yes. But when you look at longevity, I'm not going to be playing PlayStation story-exclusive games Fucking for months on end. I mean, on Xbox, I play Doom all the time. I play Call of Duty all the time. I literally, literally play all the time on my Xbox. Doesn't matter what game it is, I love it. And Xbox parties, 
great. They're fucking easy and they're not complicated to maneuver like the PlayStation menu is. Every time I get on PlayStation and I try to join a party or something, it's just, it feels like there's extra work to it compared to Xbox. It's simple and quick. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I had for you. And don't go to the amazing Lucas with hate. But if he does want to make a response to me, he can. I'll just respond again with the same fucking facts and logic because this motherfucker apparently does not understand the fact that Xbox is playing the long game and that their longevity is going to be better than PlayStation's, especially at the rate PlayStation's going at when you look at The Last of Us Part 2 and the things that Sony's doing compared to Xbox. Xbox may not sell more units than the PlayStation, which he can call a success, but in the long term, when more people go to Xbox because they have better services, and we're not talking about the fanboys because they'll never leave their beloved console, but the people that want the best experience and the best value, they'll go to Xbox. There's more to play, cheaper to play, and it's consumer-friendly. PlayStation's very anti-consumer. Very anti-consumer. It's the one reason I never bought a PS4. At launch. Or, in fact, through most of its life cycle. I bought it three months before the PS5 came out. If that doesn't tell you how much I held off on the PlayStation because I didn't agree with them, I don't know what will. The only reason I got a PlayStation is because I was like, ah, I want to play with Spider-Man on Marvel's Avengers. Yep, that, that's the whole reason I got it, and I, I really wish I didn't. I played Marvel Spider-Man, it's great. I've played Predator Hunting Grounds, it's great, but I don't really see a big reason. I, I mean, I'm getting a whole bunch of PlayStation games for Christmas, I hope. Uh, at least I asked for them, and um, if I get them, that's great. But at the end of the day, those games will also be games that I play and then they'll sit on the shelf for a while because they're story games. They're not multiplayer games that have replayability to keep you coming back and grinding. It's just not, it's just not there. So yeah, taking a break from roasting COD, we're gonna just roast a fanboy. That's all I'm doing. I have a best friend. She loves PlayStation, but I'm... Sorry, it's just PlayStation is not the best value anymore. There, there's there's not really a reason to play, you know? Back in PS3 days, okay, I could see it, you know? But ever since, you know, PS5, there's not a lot. There's God of War, Ghost of Tsushima, and Spider-Man. And if any of those go downhill because of politics, yeah, it's a problem. It's not, PlayStation will die very quickly once that happens. However, if Xbox were to do that too, Xbox would go down the shitter pretty quickly as well. So, I guess the key of the story is, uh, don't let politics influence your video games. You'll be safe. Err, than including them. So, yeah. But thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I will catch you all in the next one.